Pitt landed Malcolm Epps from USC, and this could potentially change how Pitt's going to work as an offense, and could it become a little bit more multiple tight end? Let's talk about that on today's episode of Locked On Pitt. You are Locked On Pitt, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On everybody, welcome back to the episode of the Locked On Pit Podcast, your daily podcast covering the Pittsburgh Panthers. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. And I want to talk about these tight ends today, guys. Um, and because really, when you look at it, this tight end room is shaping up to be a really good room. And for all of the stuff that you give you can give tim salem uh for for recruiting on these guys man this room right now has some really good tight ends and some really interesting matches that they could put in on offenses and i'm fairly intrigued to talk about them but first let's talk about malcolm Epps. he committed to pit kind of very silently um a few weeks ago and He's a big blocker. You know, with, with my time away from Locked on Pit and kind of wrapping up, graduating and everything, I missed this Malcolm Epps stuff. And he ended up kind of committing out of nowhere. Um, and and I looked at his tape, and it was just a dude that had formerly been a wide receiver at Texas, now at, at USC, and the dude can block his butt off. And so I really look at that and say, okay, you have my attention now. And I think Malcolm Epps is kind of the interesting player that Pitt can really use. And the reason I say that is because this team really kind of missed the guy where they can just kind of pin their ears back and just block. I mean, just blow the doors off people. That's kind of what... Malcolm Epps is, and that's kind of what Pitt needed. And, and, and you know, that's exactly what he's going to be. I mean, this dude's going to be a bad dude, uh, straight up. You don't want to be across from Malcolm Epps. And I really like the addition of him because it just helps Pitt in a lot of ways go back to what they want to do in, in terms of being tight end multiple. And that's the Frank Signetti offense. At its core. And that's why I say that's what Pitt wants to do. I, th- I think a lot of people would look at me right now and say, yeah, they ran, you know, a lot of two tight ends last year. It didn't really all go that well, but they did. And then when they spread it out, everything was good. And yes, part of that was the fact that Keaton Slovis had come from a background where that was conducive to him. But that's really not Frank Signetti's offense. Uh, let's be real here. When we kind of come down to it and we kind of drill down to it that's not where everything comes uh overall and so i i look at pit and what they need to do this year to make phil Dracovich feel very comfortable and was get three or four tight ends that he can just really like and that you can go up and down up and down up and down and so i think this pit tight end room is kind of 
truly making Frank Cincinnati's offense Frank Cincinnati's offense. Um, and Malcolm Memphis is a big part of that. He's another guy that you can go out and catch up the seam. Uh, you know, a lot of seam balls in this offense. I don't think he's going to run a ton of, of routes. Obviously, as a former wide receiver, he can do that. Um, but I think that this team is honestly a really well-rounded group on offense in terms of what they need to play Frank Signay's offense. And I want to specifically say that what they need to play his offense, because that's exactly what they needed. They needed a tight end that could really go out there and block. And, and so, okay, they have that now along with Carter Johnson, who I think is a little bit of both worlds. Um, I know he was more of a blocking guy last year, but I think he's got a lot more juice as a receiver than you think he does. And we'll talk about him. Trust me, because we need to. Um, and so, I look at him and say, all right, this is a guy that really has that untapped athleticism, that signals he has more to him that meets the eye. And that, to me, is really where everything coalesces with Carter Johns. And he's a guy that has a lot more upside than people think. Uh, he is, there's a reason he won the Conway Ward on the offensive side of the football. I'll say that. And because he is just a hoss in the run game, first of all. He's really, really physical and he's really, really willing to get down in there. And then he's got all of this athleticism where he just kind of, all these dudes and can go and, and outrun them on top of that over the top. And so he can work up the seam. He can be a guy that runs a wheel route. He can be a guy that at the catch point, you don't want to fight because he is a physical dude. So, yeah, I think he is a really interesting player in a lot of ways and what the Franks extended offense needs are those tight ends to be that multiple tight end group. And, and so I really look at this team and say, all right, a lot to really like in terms of what a guy like a Malcolm Epps can bring to the table, a Carter Johnson can bring to the table. But I'll talk to you about the X factor of this entire room and why it's the most obvious guy that you all know in Gavin Bartholomew. And despite that being probably common wisdom, it's even more true this season. But first, folks, I want to let you know about FanDuel. Because, folks, FanDuel is going strong with the NBA playoffs now aloof. And certainly you need to get in on the action. And, folks, the NBA has so many props and odds that you can really Put down some money, too. You could put it down on threes made or overs or whatever, but here's the thing. New customers can get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win and you get great promotions every day. You get a safe and secure app, and you get paid instantly on FanDuel, and there's no better place to bet on all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no-sweat first bet of up to $1,000. It's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And so 
let's now shift around here with this team. And why I think Gavin Bartholomew is such a key cog in all of this, the reason is Gavin Bartholomew is a legitimately talented tight end that never got to fully be used in the way he could be used last year. And why I say that is this is not a dude that was just so comfortable running routes out there, right? He's not a guy that you just wanted to throw out there and have him run the full route tree. It it was clearly something that wasn't always in his kind of view. And I think that is something that people overestimated for. I think they thought that he could just step right in there and be elite. And, you know, he's a good tight end, but, you know, he played with the hurt shoulder last year on top of all of that. So he he hurt his shoulder. He's not really had that – he never really had that full tight end route tree. He's a little stiff moving laterally. And so he's not your prototypical Lucas Crawlish player, Lucas Crawlish player, if you will. So he's got – he doesn't have the Crawl-esque fluidity and athleticism as a true flex guy. So this year he gets another – offseason to work on his routes to, to work on the polish of his game and that's going to help him but these tight end multiple dudes are going to help him even more and i'll tell you who the key to possibly unlocking him could be and it's not the guy you're thinking of it's bub means and why i say that is bub means last year when you look at the tape and where they put him it was essentially just about almost exclusively on the outside. And that is fine for a guy of his size and weight and speed. And that's probably where he's also going to live most of the time. But you also miss out on big slot opportunities. You miss out on the blocking a guy like that can get with his size. You miss out on the mismatches that a guy like that can get in most sub package like defenses nowadays in that slot position. Whether he's up against a safety, a linebacker, or a slot corner, he is too big, too fast. And certainly, too physical for all of these guys to cover him. That's kind of on the top of it. And I think Bub Means has the potential to be that slot guy, that flex guy. He can come in in condensed sets, block down on some of those condensed slot guys. You can get guys into tough positions on those three, three fives, the four, two fives, where you can really work that left side where with your outside zones and off the play actions. And you can be tight in multiple and you can use Bub means as this big dude. Think of how uh, Cooper cup is used in the Rams offense, because Frank Cignani's offense is very akin to that of a Sean McVay. Um, you, you see that. And that's kind of, what he could be. I think his ability to maybe play inside and outside, and we saw him play a lot of inside in the spring game, I thought that was very notable development because now I have the ability to put Gavin Bartholomew where I want to put Gavin Bartholomew, which is that H-back, in-line, offset. You want to put him in those spots because his physicality and size makes it tough to really get after him. He's a good blocker, couldn't block as well last year. Well, dealing with a shoulder injury that just nagged him all year long. And that's not surprising. But what this dude can do is he can bring a a size and physicality at that H-back spot that we saw his freshman year that could really blow this thing wide open. And and I think, to me, that's the most interesting part of this entire thing. 
I think that's a guy that really projects as a breakout candidate. You know, you're not going to use him in the same way, say you used a a guy last year like Lucas Kroll did the year before. You're going to use him like he the tight ends use Hunter Long, for example. We'll go back and watch Hunter Long. That's what Gavin Bartholomew can be. Busting up seams, making contested catches, working at H-back, hitting down the flat, being a physical run blocker on the split flow zones. This is the type of football player this guy can be. And so I look at Gavin Bartholomew and say this guy could have a big breakout year because an addition like Epps and the growth of means gives you much more personnel opportunities. And I think that in particular is what makes this, these emergences and this addition of Epps very interesting because I know Epps can just be in line or slightly flexed out as a big option that can just run. Malcolm Epps can be that kind of guy split out and really block those slot receivers too. Um, so it gives me options. But I'll tell you who else is very interesting based off the spring. Jake Renda. Um, and, and so Pitt's tight ends are growing right now at a rapid rate. And, and you look at, at what it could do for the offense, and it could really transform this offense. And, and so transforming this offense going forward is going to be tight end multiple, getting back to the Signetti roots. And that's where this offense could potentially grow. But you want to make Phil Dracovich as comfortable as possible, right? So you want to run the ball a lot because that's where a lot of your strength is with – you know, Rodney Hammond, Sebo Flemister, Derek Davis, Derek, Daniel Carter, all these other guys that you have there. And so you feel good about that room. You feel good about your tight end room. And so you play out 12 and 13 personnel a lot more. And so you do a lot of different things. Um, so I think these tight ends could really help this offense grow. Um, and so I look at where Pitt is and the commitment like Malcolm Epps um, it is really interesting. And, and I look at what they need out of the rest of that room, and they need Carter Johnson to be a guy that can be a little multiple, um, showcase that, let us start to dip a little bit into that receiving upside that's there. For Gavin Bartholomew, he's getting back to the guy he was freshman year. Staying healthy is another big thing. Um, so he's dealing with some things in the spring that kept him out of the spring game, want him to stay healthy um, overall. But these tight ends are about getting back to where this team was and kind of where they were before even Signet. You know, we're talking like 2017, 2018. I don't think it needs to look like that archaic in terms of running the football that much, but that personnel multiple it does need to be. And for Frank Signet, it's just about getting back to his roots of where this offense is supposed to be. It's supposed to be 12 personnel multiple. Yes, you're obviously going to have 11 personnel and work on a shotgun and all that. But Jerkovich is also much more comfortable just working there. And then you kind of have the option also to, to be pretty cool and work from the shotgun and get some read options now because Jerkovich can run. But I, I think he's just really comfortable being under center. And and more importantly, and Jerkovich as that mobile option can add another layer to this entire thing. And so I look at Djokovic's mobility as another reason why. And then we haven't even mentioned, you know, Jake Renda, who has had a pretty impressive spring. Um, he's a guy that's probably more of a move guy, a more of an athletic guy, you know, maybe not a great blocker, but a guy that's smooth out of the slot. Um, and so I look at that and say, well, Pitt has the potential 
to certainly get something out of Jake Renda if he can bring that, if he can bring some consistency to his game. Kind of didn't know what to think about any of the Titans outside of Carter Johnson and Gavin Bartholomew. Now that Malcolm Epps committed, you kind of know what he is, but you didn't really know what else you had there. But Jake Renda was pretty impressive in the spring game. And so I think Renda has the ability now in his third year, maybe be a little bit of something. And so don't really, don't, don't look out for Jake Renda. I'll say that cautiously optimistic towards Jake Renda. That's how I would kind of view it right now. I would say he, I am cautiously optimistic about his outlook, but this tight end multiple personnel has to be the big thing. And what Malcolm Epps brings and Malcolm Epps, you know, he's not he's not the super fluid guy, but he's a big target that can work up the seam. That can be a contested catch guy down the sideline. You can work him outside. You can work him over the intermediate parts of the field. He's a veteran, so he understands all those zone concepts. He understands kind of where he's going and, and reading defenses. And so, yeah, Malcolm Epps brings a lot of those intriguing things to the table. When you are six foot six, two hundred and forty five pounds. That really is something that you can be very intrigued at. And so he's a guy that's been playing since very young in at Texas. He's seen it all, if you will. And so the tight end room just looks like a really fun conglomerate of guys that can really do a lot of damage to teams. I don't think people understand the type of mismatch problems you can create with a guy like Epps and then Johnson and then all of that, and then smush it together and say, you have this. I think that's going to be a big thing. And so we'll see where this offense goes from here, but I am very optimistic about Pitt kind of turning this offense into a tight end, multiple offense using Bub means in more ways. And, and, you know, that will mitigate some of the lack of wide receiver depth that you'll have as well. And you'll be able to kind of work through big boy, bully ball football, where you have your strengths and kind of embrace that. And I think that's where this team needs to be. And then you can even be explosive off the play action and other things as a result of that. So I think that's kind of where the blueprint of the offense is going forward. All right, folks, as always, thank you for listening to the Locked On Pit Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow talking everything about pit sports. And as we ended here, as always,